Hey, it's Dean with the Two Party Podcast. <clears throat> Just want to hit a, it's 921 2020. Want to hit a little news update, uh, breakdown, if you will. Uh, I guess I'll start off with uh, if, if you guys are big UFC fans, which which I try to find time to watch them as much as I can. I try to keep up with it. Um, but apparently this past weekend, there was the Covington uh, and Tyrone Woodley fight. Uh, and apparently Covington, Covington won. And so there's been a lot of, um, I guess, speculation and just some mudslinging going on. So I'm just going to go ahead and read this, this news article. Now, this is uh, off of Al Jazeera. Um, this random, I'm just pulling a media uh, post about it. So it says, the headline of it is, Covington receives call from Trump after UFC win slams Black Lives Matter. Uh, Colby Covington, an outspoken and controversial Trump supporter, wins fifth round TKO over Tyrone Woodley in Las Vegas. Ultimate fighting champ welterweight Colby Covington uh, was in the middle of the news conference following his victory with Tyrone Woodley when he was interrupted by a phone call that he could not ignore. It was the U.S. president. Donald Trump uh, told Covington he had rushed from his Saturday night rally in, in Fayetteville, North Carolina, to watch the fight. He said, I'm proud of you. I'm a big fan and pr I'm proud of you, uh, Trump told Covington, who is wearing a Keep America Great hat and had supposedly spontaneous had the had put this put the supposedly spontaneous call on speakerphone. You're tough. You have the right spirit. So now go win win the next one and just just keep it for a long time. I appreciate the shout out tonight too. I'm your fan. You're my fan. Two of a kind. Two of a kind. Um, so, you know, typical rhetoric, um, going on here and, you know, I don't know if this is just a, a political ploy that, or it's been twisted into a political ploy or if it's just, you know, Trump to be in Trump. I mean, this guy's all over the place. It's hard to keep, you know, everybody wants to put a finger on who Trump is and this guy's all over the place. He's got a good heart. He, he does, he does what he does. He's, he's call him weird, call him off, off the, off in left field somewhere, but um, the, the guy, he's very good personality. I mean, the guy seems to really genuinely care about certain things going on. So, um, <clears throat> there we go. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, da, 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 da. there was just all, all kinds of talk. Um, I guess basically this was put up as a, this, this poor guy Woodley put up as the black lives matter guy. And then this guy Covington put up as like the Trump, uh, pro America Patriot fan, you know? So that's kind of how I think this thing was twisted and played out. Um, so after the fight, uh, you know, the guy made some comments, um, his, his Covington then dedicated his victory over Woodley to all the first responders, all the military out there. Um, I'm, I apologize. I'm a little scattered because I'm, I'm kind of reading as I'm going through this, I'm catching other parts of this article. Um, if, if it says, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the silent majority is ready to make some noise. Covington said, if you thought that was a beating, wait until November 3rd. When Donald Trump gets his hands on Sleepy Joe, that's going to be a landslide. And that was the comments he made. And then it goes on to uh, him thanking the, dedicating it to the first responders and the military out there. Um, and then uh, before criticizing LeBron James, the N NBA's biggest athlete, who is an advocate for Black Lives Matter, it says this world would be would not be a safe place without you guys. You keep us safe, not that not these woke athletes, man. I'm sick of these woke athletes and these spineless cowards like LeBron James. So this guy just goes just ballistic, kind of calls out everybody he wants to call out. Um, this is where we're at in America, man. Uh, you're, you've got your 15 minutes of fame. 
you win something, you lose something, you get some airtime, and you go right to the media points. Um, I, I mean, I, hey, congratulate the guy, okay? He won, he fought a good fight, and that, that I, I'm proud of that. I'm proud that he supports America. I'm proud he supports Trump. I'm proud that he's patriotic like that. I, I don't have anything bad to say there. Um, I just, I, I personally get a little tired of, of both sides of this political uh, atmosphere that we're living in. And I just feel like there was a better opportunity for him there. Um, he could have said what he said, but there was just a better opportunity there to set an example and stand a little, put your standards a little bit higher and not feed into the media talking points. And a lot of people, even people I, I'm good friends with are going to disagree with my, my, my perspective on this, but I do genuinely feel that this could this moment could have been used to influence or or discuss something that would have been way more on base with where we need to be as a nation. Uh, he could have brought a little more unity, um, calling out other athletes, uh, Black Lives Matter. Um, don't feed into the rhetoric. Don't feed into the media bias. Um, you know, next thing you know, we're, that's what we're going to end up with. And maybe that's what the what the world wants these days. But I mean, next thing we're going to end up with frickin, you know, the, the Black Lives Matter in, the, in this Covington guy fight. You know, I mean, if that's what we're dealing with, um, I, I don't know. I'm losing interest in I, I haven't watched sports and football and stuff like that in so long because I really lost interest in the political side of things. And even before it became really, really political, I kind of walked away from football and you know, I think uh, maybe 2016, I caught a little bit of a halftime show. Um, I'm just not that big on men in tights. I'm just not that big on on staring at my TV. I feel like I have better things. Life is too short and I have better things to do than focus on a bunch of people running around a field chasing a ball. Um, and that's just me. You know, uh, I know a lot of people are diehard sports fans. I, I have my, my love of sports and teams. Um, I don't, I don't, I just don't follow it like I used to. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like I grew up. Sorry. Uh, but that's, I just wanted to touch on that. I thought that was an interesting headline. I thought that was an interesting story. I'm going to touch base a little bit on our breakdown here, uh, before I get into some other stupid politics stuff. Um, in Tasmania, in case you're not aware, there's an issue going on. They're having a mission to rescue 270 stranded whales. So you've got these, uh, there's a video in the area that shows a large group of pilot whales stuck on sandbars trying fruitlessly to free themselves. An estimated 25 whales have already died. So, you know, I I, I guess I'm multifaceted in, in the way I am as far as, you know, being a Republican and my views and beliefs in the environment and climate and, and all these things we talk about that are big talking points politically as well as just in our world. I am a huge advocate for marine science and biology. I'm a huge advocate for, uh, you know, whatever we can do to save our oceans, save our, our wildlife, endangered species. I, I'm huge on that. And you, you can you can bash me all you want. I love to hunt. Don't get me wrong. Um, I, I, I love hunting. I love fishing. I love um, all the things that 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 make make the world great and the freedoms that we have and, and the heritage that we have in doing those things. But I also believe when, you know, it'd be nice to have a solution. And I know there's people out there working to free these whales and get them unstranded from these sandbars. But those are those are things that are close to my heart. Uh, those are things I support in the world. 
Um, so the, just rolling down this, we've got, uh, it says goats and soda, and I don't know what that is, if that's an article or what. Uh, it's on NPR. It says tracking the spread of the COVID outbreak, a map of confirmed COVID outbreaks uh, and deaths around the world. The respiratory disease has spread rapidly across six continents and killed thousands of people. So we already know that. Uh, Trump's TikTok deal, what happened and does it matter? Uh, apparently, President Trump is claiming a victory uh, is the headline uh, after blessing a deal in Oracle and Walmart taking stake in TikTok. Um, I'll be honest with you. I've never I, I have an account uh, for the for two part two party podcast. Never used it. Never used the platform. Uh, honestly, don't really care. I know it's popular among some of the young people. Um, I think it's neat. I see some of the TikTok videos. I think it's cute and adorable. You know, some of these people that do what they do. And, and take time to, to play on those. Um, great. Uh, this deal makes zero. It doesn't do anything to affect me and my community and my family. Okay. So that's kind of where I'm at. Uh, if it affects you and your family and your community and this deal uh, somehow lifts you and your family up, uh, kudos to you. But a news news headline talking point uh, about a business getting, getting bought out or shit shares in it, it really... I don't know if that's a victory for Trump or if he's just got his nose and things that there's better things for him to be doing. And that's really where I'm, I'm at with it. Federal judge blocks Trump's and Trump administration's U.S. WeChat ban. So a judge in San Francisco said uh, Trump's order targeting the popular Chinese owned app uh, has a modest basis uh, in national security and re represents a free speech violation for U.S. users. OK, so. What we're finding is is more and more Chinese, the Chinese uh, are amazing people. They don't get me wrong. Not going to knock them. Uh, I, I'd like to knock them, but I'm not going to. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to stick stick to the guns here. Uh, the Chinese put out a lot of cool stuff. They have a lot of cool apps. Uh, their country uh, works off of basically stealing and utilizing um, ownership and patent type stuff. They, they, they basically, you look at an iPhone, they'll mirror it and, and, and cross-reference and, and reverse engineer and make their own phone. And, and they do that with everything over there. And, and just since Trump's been in administration, he's really fought against that. He's kind of got some agreements in place where China's taking some accountability. But, they're, you know, China's its own country, and, and they're trying to be a dominant world leader. And so they're going to listen and, and play, by the, play by the book on some things, but they're really not on others. And when it comes to these new apps and social media and stuff, uh, China is in the background of all of it, okay? Whether it be the hardware, the software, uh, the, uh, the the developers, they have very smart, intelligent people there that do a lot of good code, and they do a lot of, uh, they're just mathematicians. Uh, it's just been known for years. They're just, the, the Chinese are very smart people, okay? Um, so that being said, uh, these these apps pop up everywhere, and I'm on, I'm on a few of them uh, because we're heard around the world. We're heard in China. We have a lot of fans in China and audience in China uh japan all over and in, in in asia and so i i'm familiar with that app i've never really used it but i am familiar with it but there's a lot of different apps that that they they have and they offer that are becoming more popular and in what it is there's a, there's a trend with this uh i guess in the manga world and the the uh what are these other things they do they, where they dress up for cosplay um since kids have been diving into that in the past decade or longer um, what you're finding is people are, are generally embracing their culture. They're embracing some of the, the, the drawings, the art, the, the, the things that Chinese uh, artists put out and some of the cartoons and, through the cosplay. 
So what you're finding is people are finding it really cool. You know, the Pokemon and all this different stuff, they find it really unique, these young kids and, and some of the drawings and art they get into. And so when they're doing that, they find in that culture that there's a lot of these things they don't have here in America. And a lot of it is these little apps and things that allow them to do certain things. However, because China has totally different governing laws and security over there uh, compared to ours, what we find is that some of the security that they, they can build these apps, but there's really no safety net. Um, so you, you, your kid gets on these and you don't know it. And, and it, some of these apps can literally get access to your audio, your microphone, your, your phone itself, the camera, and, and it can really expose people uh, and make them vulnerable. And, and I think that's where some of this this lawsuit is going at this this targeting this um, WeChat ban. So that's kind of where that's at. Photography. Uh, I'm not even going to read that one. Kind of boring. Uh, coronavirus. We got another one. U.S. to bar downloads of TikTok WeChat. So that touches on what we just talked about. So there's a lot going on. Um, I suggest you guys keep up with some of this technology news. Um, there's quite a bit going on. Uh, that's pretty interesting. Uh, protests are around the world. Um, we've got a lot of protests. Uh, how did a police killing in Minneapolis lead uh, people thousands of miles across the ocean to pull down a statue of a slave trader who's been uh, dead for nearly three centuries? Uh, I'm not going to touch on it. Sorry. Uh, if you want to read it, it's on NPR. It's, it's under a, a section called Code Switch. So needless to say, that's kind of there's your news breakdown for uh, the world news. Uh, some of our local stuff, Omaha bar owner has died from, uh, by suicide after he was charged in looting or, or shooting of a black man. Uh, Jake Gardner was on the West Coast when a grand jury indicted him last week for the May killing of James Scurlock in Omaha. Gardner died at his, at his own hand, his lawyer said on Sunday. Uh, excuse me, a little thirsty. Um, census, there, there's a lot... I encourage you guys, and I say this every time, every episode, probably you'll, you'll keep beating the dead horse. I encourage you guys to watch, to keep up with current events and news. I, but I encourage you most importantly to remember all media and all news outlets suck. There's an agenda now, a uh, period. Uh, no matter what the agenda, whether it's ratings or they're just pushing for political uh, candidates or they're just their CEO or whoever's running it, uh, their producer has just got some kind of vision okay but read the news keep up with current events this really does affect all of us we are in a day and age right now where everything that's going on in the news really can come home and hit us uh, or sideswipe you so to speak so pay attention to the news just watch where your outlet is i mean i, I can read i can go to cnn fox news right now uh, i'm reading off npr but uh don't trust the sources period unless you know if it's an, if it literally says op-ed or you know it's an op-ed written and there's not, they're not showing proof, like they're talking about a congressional measure or bill, but they're not going to post the bill or a link to the bill. Uh, call BS. Call it call it absolute BS shenanigans. Uh, because if they're not going to really cite where their source of their info is, then it's just an op-ed. It's somebody's opinion. Don't fall for it. Read the news. Keep up with the news. These fires, um, look at the, the weather. It says it's firefighters battle, dozens of blazes in California, bobcat. Fire nears uh, 100,000 acres. You know, uh, we got a little. They, they got a little bit of rain out there, Oregon, Washington. Uh, it's kind of helped subside a little bit, but they're far from being in the clear. Uh, there's still fires going on in California. 
um, pay attention to the news, please. There's, there's a lot of people in our nation that can really use some help right now, especially with these fires and stuff. And they're not going to get help from local government because we have this election coming up. There, there's just everybody's so focused on election, election, election and political smears and weaponizing. Uh, just read the news. Keep up with the news. Please do that for me. However, don't trust the source unless they're citing their facts, where they're getting their facts from. If you read an article, uh, I mean, a basic article, you know, the death of Ruth, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and then you got a retired Tennessee senator says he supports the court nomination. Then you got the next article is going to say this guy doesn't support the. Yeah, just follow the facts. If, if there's no basis on it, take your form your own opinion on that, especially on this Supreme Court thing. Um, I encourage you to really kind of kind of keep up with this. Um, it's going to it's going to be ugly. Um, so anyhow, that's that's that. I'm not going to get into too much more of, of the news on NPR. Um, uh, there was a hacker who hacked over 100 companies. He's, he's been being put on trial uh, or been convicted. I, I'm not sure. Um, that's it. I mean, that, that's where I'm going with NPR. I'm done with it. OK, moving right along. So a uh, big headline that nobody's hitting on. Uh, there was a assassination attempt on the president of the United States. Nobody in the news wants to report on it. Now they will, but you're not going to see it as a headline. This isn't going to be a big deal for any of these news outlets. So what you've got is a woman accused of, and I'm reading this off of, this appears to be a CBS local news on channel 1121, CBS DFW. I don't even know what state we're in here, but that, that's where I found the article that I'm reading off of. It's off CBS. A uh, woman accused of sending rice and letters to White House, also suspected of mailing envelopes to Texas law enforcement. Uh, they still have not announced the name of the woman, and I, I'm still waiting on that. I know she had a court hearing today, I believe today, and so I'm still kind of waiting to catch facts with everyone else. So, But just a, a, a breakdown is um, the woman whose name has not been released was arrested in New York uh, on the Canada-New York border and is expected excuse me, to appear in court on Monday. The woman was taken into custody at U.S. Border Customs and Border Protection officers at the Peace Bridge border crossing near Buffalo and is expected to face federal charges, three law enforcement officers told the Associated Press. Um, so the, the letter was addressed to the White House, was intercepted earlier in the week before it reached its destination. Now, just FYI, and I, I guess I'll just keep reading, uh, the, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police have said, and it was intercepted at a government facility that screens mail addressed to the White House. So just so note to self, you know, you're an assassin, you're sitting out there being an idiot, and you want to mail something to our president or, our, or, or to the White House. It never makes it to the White House, okay? It goes to a facility that gets scanned, everything gets checked. You're not mailing something to the frickin' president, okay? So, eh, you know, get let's get off that one, guys. Uh, so anyhow, this idiot decided to mail something to, to try to kill our president or expose him to ricin. Now, uh, it was tested apparently twice. Uh, it has shown positive for ricin. Um, little note to self, ricin there is no cure for. So ricin poisoning coming from castor beans uh, is, is deadly. Um, in, in a few days, it can shut down your kidneys and your liver. Uh, there is no cure for it. There is no, you know, the, the best you can do is get it off your skin and out of your body if you ingested it as fast as you can and pray that you live. Uh, so pretty serious that this isn't being reported and, and, you know, the media doesn't care. You know, we have, we have they, they we're all anti-orange man and anti-Trump that we don't care that a man's life from, a, from somebody from another country 
has, has attempted to take out the president of the United States, let alone just a human being in our country. And it's not important. Lives don't matter anymore. Black lives matter. Other lives don't matter. Our president's lives, apparently, uh, from what we're seeing here, it doesn't matter, which is horrible. You know, this that's where we're at today. Um, so that's something I wanted to touch base on. Uh, then I, I wanted to just hit a little bit on this article. Um, Nancy Pelosi. Uh, boo. Okay. This lady, uh, during an interview at ABC uh, this week, and I think she was with, uh, what's that dude's name? George Stephanopoulos. Uh, so she's with George Stephanopoulos, Stephanopoulos. Um, during an interview this week, Pelosi said, was asked whether the Democrats would move to impeach president Trump in an effort to stop the Supreme court pick. Listen, guys, we've had one impeachment that wasted thousands millions of dollars. Okay. Uh, here's round two. You know, and we knew it was coming. We just a matter of time and when, and, and they got the balls to do it. So, uh, the, she has already announced, and several others have already announced, including Schumer, they are going to do everything in their power to stop this Supreme Court nomination if Trump pushes through and to stop it in the Senate. How are they going to do that? So, Nancy Pelosi's comment is they've got arrows in the quiver. That's her talking point. She sounds like a freaking retard. Um, pardon my French. Uh, and for those of you that that word offends, I'm sorry. This is a bit an unfiltered show. And if you don't like it, move on. Um, that is a term I grew up using. It's not derogatory toward disabled people. It is literally just a term we use, um, just like anything else. It's a, it's a word. <clears throat> Get over it. So that being said, um, she's got arrows in her quiver. But but the the, the talking points that come out of this is they will do anything in their power to stop the president. That's what they're saying. We'll st her, Schumer, every Democrat that's against the president. Uh, AOC has actually called for a, a violence uh, or an uprising on the situation. Her and Schumer had this whole little interview press conference. Uh, but, but, but what they're saying, here's what they're saying. We are going to do anything in our power to stop the president and the Senate from confirming a Supreme Justice before the election. Why? Why? There's no reason why. That just because, just because they're pissed that, that he might get a, a conservative leaning judge or somebody that they don't want in that's not left leaning. And so they won't get their way, even if they got into office after November, which I, I'm starting to really highly believe they're sabotaging themselves on purpose to not get in in, in November. But that's where we're at. So we are, we have our govern, government who accused Trump and bar of weaponizing the DOJ, which we know was weaponized by Obama against Trump before the, in the 2016 election with the Russia hoax. Now they are openly on in press conferences admitting that they are going to use and weaponize the government to stop the president and the Senate from doing their job, which is to place a Supreme Court justice in the seat of Ruth Ginsburg. It's absolute absurdity. Why? Nobody is holding this person, these people, accountable, period. At the, at the very first mention that they are going to utilize the government and, and their, their position to stop the job of the president, at that point, to me, it becomes on the borderline of treason. And it is for sure misusing power. The 100% misuse of power. 
the, the very things they accuse Donald Trump of doing daily, they are doing. Uh, Pelosi went on this, this rant, and it was a very weird interview. If you watch it, if you can catch video of it, uh, she goes on this freaking rant. And then at some point, he asks her, uh, Stephanopoulos asks, asks her a serious question about, you know, are you going to pull these quivers out and use them and blah, blah, blah. And of course, she's, oh, well, we're not going to say what we're going to use. But in the middle of he, the second question he asked her, she just kind of went on this like, good morning, it's Sunday morning or something weird like that. And it, it almost makes you wonder about these. These people may be too old to be sitting in these offices. Uh, I'm being honest with you. Um, I, I can't with between Biden and what we know. And, and I, it's pretty obvious there's some dementia or some, some issues mentally there. The guy's not all there. And it's sad to see it. Now you're watching Pelosi. Tell, you ask her a question and she says, good morning, it's Sunday. Um, wow. So this is the lady who's going to use her power and the Democratic Party who's in power in seats or in the government is going to use the government and their positions to weaponize our government against a, a, a legal decision, uh, uh, something that constitutionally is founded. The president can put someone in that seat. That's his job and the Senate's job to confirm them. And so they are talking about obstructing the job of the president and the job of the Senate. Uh, if that's not the most... Uh, a legal criminal uh, announcement you're going to make against the government of your own do uh, your own government and non-patriotic. Uh, I, I don't know what is. Uh, these people have lost their freaking mind. And, and I hate to be lean left, lean right. I, I, I always try to, to, to be open minded and middle ground about my, my, my process and thinking about this stuff. But I don't care who you are. Uh, and on what side of the aisle and how much you can't see through the, the wall of hate. Uh, this is wrong. The announcements they've made are wrong. Uh, no party in any situation should ever talk like that and should never be using the government to, to hinder or obstruct our president from doing his duties, which has been happening for four years now. But what you're seeing now, you know, she, she literally makes, makes mention like the president and his henchmen um, have she's she's making this this wrap up smear she's known for, and and that's where she she makes a comment about something, then gets the media to push it, and then it basically makes it hard for the public, the actual public, us to to de deny it happening. So what she's done is now it's now it's the president and his henchmen have denied that they're going to concede to the election should they lose. That is a absolute boldface lie. Uh, the president has only said that he will wait to see what happens due to the election fraud. That's the facts. OK, uh, this woman will come up with anything and everything and lie to your face in press conferences publicly continues. Uh, I think uh, almost everything she posts on on her social media and stuff, I can I, I look at I follow her. I love following opposition to see to learn what the other side is thinking and doing. So I do follow her and you can go through some of the statements she makes daily. Uh, sometimes three and four times a day. Uh, I post on there, lie, you're lying, uh, you know, uh, when she when she says stuff like that. Uh, the president has never said he would not concede. The president has said that should he lose, we would never have to see him again. He'd move on to, to other things. Uh, that doesn't sound like someone who's not going to concede. That sounds like someone who's like, he understands if he loses, he loses. That's not to say he's not going to dispute if if there's some kind of election fraud going on or an overcount of ballots, or the ballots can't be done until December, and all this other stuff we keep hearing about. Um, I don't blame him. 
you know, uh, what's fair is fair and the voters want their voice heard. So if there's some fraud, election fraud, I wouldn't step down either until we know for sure that every ballot's been counted and it is safe, secure and, and legitimate. Uh, but anyhow, I wanted to touch on that. Dude, this lady is crazy. The left is losing their mind. Uh, they are literally at, at going to use any tool in their in their power, like Schumer said. Uh, and Schumer, what what they've announced that Schumer's going to do on his end in the Senate is they're going to use these tactics that that slow down or keep them from being able to vote or keep them from confirming daily. So they're going to put some some roadblocks daily. They're going to do something each day that prevents the the Senate from moving forward. Um, it's obstruction. It, it is misuse and misappropriation of power. Uh, the people that are doing it should be the, the the majority in the Senate should vote these people. They should put them, reprimand them, and put them and vote them out while we have the majority. Let's get these people out of these seats now because now they're they're actually doing something that can get them removed from their seats, uh, on borderline on treason. So. That's kind of what I want to touch on. Um, I know not very fruitful today on this breakdown. There's other things I'd like to talk about and touch base on. I just haven't hit on them. Those were the ones that were really on my heart today that I really wanted to share with you guys and, and kind of get you on board with thinking about. Um, uh, we are still two party podcast number two partypodcast.com. That's where you'll find us. Uh, you can get us on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you name the account. I, I think I've got us dialed in on it. So two party podcast, almost anywhere you, you Google and search for it or on social media, you'll find us. Uh, if you want to touch base or be a guest on the show or promote your business, uh, please do reach out to me. It's two party podcast at gmail.com. Thank you. This is Dean signing off. Have a great day. Two party podcast. We use anchor because it's such an easy platform to uh, get get advertising and sponsors over a variety of different areas where you can get your podcast heard on different platforms. Uh, it's easy to upload. It's easy to add content. It's easy to delete and edit. Um, it's just a very simple platform. Helps you get your get off the ground. Kind of help you get your podcast moving forward. Um, and simplifies a lot of things in the business that that typically you wouldn't know and you'd have to learn. So it, it does help with the learning curve. So we we really appreciate and use Anchor uh, as well as. It's many other platforms we've tried. Anchor seems to be the easiest.